Episode 17 is alive and well, I think. I got my Philly fling, Ethan Hartley, with me. I got my side piece with the loud-ass water bottle, Deontay Salim, with me. We're talking NBA Finals, you know, what's left of them. Team USA, I think, in a rebuild. And, yeah, I guess just basketball again. You know, what else do you need? So, Suns in four is unfortunately... Not real reality anymore. It's a big bummer. But the Bucks, I, I don't know where I stand with them. So, Deontay, let's start with you. How do you feel about Milwaukee on this Tuesday? How do I feel about Milwaukee? I don't really feel anything about them. I mean, we saw, you know, like I've said before plenty of times, Drew Holiday, you know, on offense, he's kind of anemic. Um Chris Middleton, you know, he's still Chris Middleton. You don't know what you're going to get from him on a consistent basis. Giannis is stepping up whenever you need him to. But, um, yeah, I mean, I still trust the Suns way more than I trust the Bucks. So, I still say Suns at six just because I, I respect Giannis. But, yeah, I don't see the Bucks winning this at all. Yeah, I would agree. This kind of gives, like, LeBron Cleveland vibes a little bit. I mean, literally to an extent where Giannis is the last player since LeBron to have back-to-back 40-point games, and he went one and one. So, yeah, I'll say Suns and six. I think they get another from just a bad shooting night because the Suns aren't perfect. They're not the Warriors, which is, I think, the closest closest we've seen to perfect. So, yeah. Isn't it crazy that potentially this time next week we could be saying the Phoenix Suns are NBA champions? We're going to be saying this. No, because that's been expected for a while. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, they, they finished with the, what, the second best record in basketball. I mean, have, I've been on the Suns train for a while now. This doesn't surprise me at all. Not, not I know, but, but, you know, it, it was like the Falcons, you know, in, what was that, 2017? Like, the beginning I of mean, the fourth quarter, we were like, wow, the Atlanta Falcons are going to win the Super Bowl. Obviously, it didn't happen, but... This isn't this thing. isn't football. You play seven games. I'm just saying it was still a crazy, you know, hypothetical. I mean, well, if if you'd have said it and said a, a year ago that the Suns would have been, you know, potential NBA champions, I'd have called you a fool. But you know, we are where we are now, and they're two games away from being a, being a champion. Even in the beginning of the season, I think you would have been kind of crazy to say the Suns would have went all the way. Mm, make, no. making, the, making the playoffs is a good take but going making the finals in the in, okay. the in the very beginning of the season no okay I'll 50 agree with that because I, if I'm my memory serves me correct I think I had them as like a six seed you know coming into the season um so I guess I would agree it was kind of surprising but just you know really taking a deeper dive into the actual roster and what you've seen them become it doesn't really surprise me but I get what you're saying overall though I really dislike the way the NBA formatted, like, the finals. A game on Tuesday, a game on Thursday, then Sunday, then Wednesday, then Saturday, then Tuesday, then Thursday. All the games start at 9 o'clock, except for Sundays, which started at 8. I just can't stand that. So let me ask ask you guys this, because I was thinking about this the other day. Um, You remember when, I believe it was before 2004, 
13, maybe 14, when the NBA took away the whole 2-3-2 two, two, two thing. You know how it would be like the higher seed gets the first two games and the lower seed gets the next three, and then the lower seed, and the higher seed gets, gets the last game six and seven. Do you guys think they should go back to that, or should they just stick with the whole 2-2-1-1-1 two, two, one, one, one thing? Never had an issue with it. I always preferred the way baseball did it, the 2-3-2. Two, two. I just – I just like it more. Uh, you know, it kind of has its pros and cons because, you know, if you're the road team for the first two games, all you got to do is win one and I'll, and just, you know, win home, home court for the next three and you're the champion. So, I don't know. It, it's just a thought that popped in my head. Didn't really have to do anything with anything. So, they always say, you know, a series doesn't start until the road team wins a game. Who wins a road game first? Suns. Yeah. Potentially Wednesday night? Has to be. At the at, at the absolute worst, they, they'd win game game six, but I would definitely see them being the first team to win a game on the road without a question. Yeah, we've seen the team struggle back-to-back games before. So oh, yeah. we know how Phoenix got here. Now, is the way that they're going to win the whole thing the same? Or are we looking at something that we haven't seen so far this playoff run? I don't think it really makes a difference. I mean, they're they're going to win how they're going to win, I feel like, in terms of the like, the games, it doesn't matter. Stu just staring. Oh, yeah, what are you space. looking at? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just looking at uh, – I have the all-star game on in the background, and David Ortiz is just, just throwing money in the crowd. It's honestly hilarious. I'm pretty sure that's fake money. Um, anywho, um, so I definitely see the Suns um, – I mean, if you look look at, at at game three, they shot poor, and that's not really what they do. They have a lot of good shooters in Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Crowder, uh, Bridges, etc. And none of them. I don't. Even, I don't think anybody scored over twenty. Those are a lot of you know guys scoring in the teens. So don't really expect that. Um, I expect Devin Booker, especially, to bounce back and um find his shot. Even though the Bucks are definitely one of the most uh dominant defensive teams in basketball, I still do not see Phoenix um, shooting as poorly as they did. And I also, I know they're at home, and I've always said he plays better at home. I don't expect Middleton to really do much of anything. So it's kind of going to be Giannis versus the Suns, because once again, Drew Holiday's been absolutely dreadful through, this, through these playoffs. So that's just how I see it going. Yeah, Middleton is like hit or miss literally depending on where they're playing like it's it's so predictable it's kind of depressing to see almost because i feel like if you're getting paid that much money and you've played basketball for that long you you learn to adapt to learn how to play on the road in this point of your career and somehow he just doesn't so yeah let me ask ask you guys this because it's this guy that um i watch on uh TikTok a lot. He's kind of like a, he's kind of one of the few sports guys on that that really 
you know, speaks a lot of kind of has his old old head moments because I'm pretty sure he's in his fifties. But he he thinks you know home court advantage means nothing. It, it's just a matter of am I better? It's it's just a matter of if I'm better than you are, then I can beat you anywhere at any time. Do you guys think home court or home field advantage matters? You can literally look at Chris Middleton and dispute the entire thing because somehow he doesn't get it. I mean, you just look at Phoenix, those fans, you could argue, are like, you know, the 14th man. They just have given them such an edge, and there's a reason why, you know, they've made it this far. Yeah, they were the two seed, but definitely the desert has something to do with their long run in this playoff. Yeah, I think in theory you would think that, yeah, you could definitely beat somebody anytime, anywhere, any place, and that, you know, we've seen that happen before. But, I mean, there's plenty of evidence to back up that home court advantage is extremely important. I mean, I remember last year the Sixers were, like, winning 80% of their games at home and had, like, a horribly losing record on the road. Like, it's, it's clear there's, you know, there are advantages and disadvantages. Yeah, yeah, I kind of didn't really agree with what he was saying because, like I said, we have plenty of evidence, you know, just simple role, role players just playing better at, at home. And I was just like, I mean, I, I get it. If, if if you're talking from, from a star player perspective, yes. But, you know, just like, you know, you've seen on guys like TNT say, you know, being a championship team isn't always about the star players. The star players are going to do what the star players do. It's a matter of what the others are, are going to do and stats show that others typically play better at home than on the road. So just feel like and I should throw that out. Just look at the Clippers Mavs series. That game or that series was one because the Clippers finally oh wait no. None of them won a home game. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. All six the the first six were all all road and then the Clippers uh won the one home game in game seven. Yeah, that was like, you know, some other team the other way, though. in the World Series in 2019, but, you know, we're not going to talk about that. Can I – all right. I know I said I wanted to talk about basketball. Uh, well, you're like a bad one to ask for this. But um, if you're – if you don't like the Houston Astros and it's 2021, should you still be, like, whining about it? Like if, if I'm confused on the question, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I assume <laughs> like fans of the other MLB teams besides Astro fans don't like the Astros. I don't have a problem with them. Every team cheats. They just got caught. But do you like, does it still make sense for fans to be mad at them two years later? Yes. I, I'd say, yeah, but you, you need to ex- understand the fact that the only dramatic difference that their cheating had on was the more supportive players. Like their star players are still playing great. Jose Altuve just capped off a three run Homer against the Yankees to come back from, what was it? Six, two. Like their, their star players are still doing great things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I go. No. 
No, I was about to say, I, I you know, as an Astros fan, you know, I personally don't don't care. Yeah, that's why uh, I didn't want to ask. Yeah, like, like you know, I mean, do, as a fan, fan of baseball, am I upset? Yes, but like, like I don't have any personal thing against them. It was a, it was morally wrong? I mean, we clearly saw that. I won't say clearly, but they kind of robbed uh, the Dodgers in 2017. Um, like I said, I don't really feel any personal remorse towards them. Sorry, I'm not yeah, sure like about the, that. Yeah, like the, the 20, the 2019 Nationals still beat the 2019 Astros. Like if the Nationals beat the Astros, the Yankees definitely should have. So this will come across as like, you know, cause I'm a Mets fan that I just don't like the Yankees or the Bronx or pinstripes or this or that, which is very true. But like Yankee fans still complain about it. Like it happened yesterday. And also I know he wasn't, you know, directly doing it because he was pitching. You had no problem ponying up all that money for Garrett Cole. That that was perfectly fine. I mean, yeah, you know, he didn't have a buzzer or, you know, bang the trash can, but he also said nothing. So, you know, if you're not a part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And like he cheated himself. Yeah. I mean, it's just a, a simple matter of if you, it's like, if, if he comes out and is like, Oh, Hey, this team I'm on kind of cheating, like, like, why would he do that? Like, yes, it's, it's wrong, but it's just like, he's not, he's not going to come out and just say like, yeah, we're, we're all cheating. We're all a bunch of pieces of shit. Like, no, he's not going to come out and, and, and do that. He still has to work there. He's still in that locker room every day or in the clubhouse. I'm sorry. So like, yeah, he's, I don't get why Garrett Cole gets his hate. Besides he wasn't even there in 2017. So he definitely really shouldn't get as much hate as the other. Yeah, but like he was still there and Yankee fans are primarily the ones like whining about it still to this day. But, you know, you took him in. Yeah, he was still there. He might have yeah, not. You, you, know, you, been... you paid him that amount of money because of his performance in Houston where he basically revitalized his career. He was like a mid-three ERA pitcher. And now he was – well, he was runner-up Cy Young so, behind his teammate. And yeah. you – Gave him three hundred thirty million dollars. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you and yeah. like the Toronto Blue Jays had no problem paying George Springer. So it's just like because Jose well, Altuve won MVP. Here's here's the thing, right? It's just a combination of a they won the World Series, which they clearly have beaten um, the Yankees twice. I, I believe. I, I, yeah, no, they beat them in the ALCS both years. Yeah, so it's just like obviously the Yankee fans are like okay, they cheated in 2017 and they cheated in 2019. We have a problem with that. Like, like they were the direct problem or the direct team that didn't get us to the World Series. So I see why they're upset. If any team in baseball should be upset outside of Dodgers fans, they should they should be upset. Um, but as far as paying players, they're still good players even without cheating. We see Springer still a hell of a hitter. You see uh, Cole, even though he kind of had this whole spider tech thing, he's still a pretty damn good pitcher, pretty great pitcher. So you're, they're, they're still good good w- without it. They just got, you know, they, they essentially cheated and got even more better than what they already were and kind of stacked the deck. And even like all the, you know, AJ Hinch is back, Alex Cora left, came back. Carlos Beltran got a shot and then lost it. And he's been, you know, MIA since February of last year. So it's just weird how people pick and choose who to be super upset with. 
I mean, it's, it's over. I mean, there's there's nothing that people can truly do. You, you can be upset about it, but like it was the 2017 was four years ago. 2019 was two years ago. It's it's over. Like just focus on you know what's in front of you now. You can and complain about sucked, it, but that's not so. going to change change what happened. Yeah, so that's not really going to change anything at this point. Speaking of teams that are well known in America that suck, the Olympics start in like a week or so. I think Team USA is tanking. I'm not like trying to say that to like get you guys to laugh. Like Pop is an angry old man who should not be coaching this team. I mean, that's, that's, that's not it. That's not it disrespectful now um pop's still one of the greatest coaches to ever you know coach in the nba yeah but co- okay i saw this thing like pop without Kawhi, tim duncan tony parker manu it's just like a normal coach he hasn't I mean, done anything superb in san antonio since none of them left he's barely 500 with team usa and that's you know supposed to be the avengers of basketball well because right, you're well, only me- looking at record yeah, like, like, like. Let me let me ask you this: Who was Bill Belichick before before um, he got Brady? What what did what did he do? I mean, he didn't do much. Really, who just... was Bill Belichick before he got a? But you're like proving my point, though. Yeah, like no, you're like... no, you're only looking at record. You're completely excluding development, and I and I understand that doesn't really apply with Team and USA. Team USA because... doesn't have time for development. Yeah, because you're picking the best players. But to your your point with the Spurs, who was Kawhi Leonard coming out of the draft? A mid-round pick. Now he's a superstar because of who? Kawhi Leonard. Huh. I mean, well, well yeah, it's, it's obviously him. But, but let's not say to act like Pop didn't help. I mean, he still was able to, like, I'm, like he got Duncan, who was a, the number one pick. And, and it's had, not even um, just him. Andu, Gen- yeah, Ginobili Parker. Ginobili Parker. Yeah, like like he's clearly developed these these guys into all you know. I want to say all time greats as far as Ginobili and Parker, but they're still what four or five time champions. So you know they're not some scrub. Um, it's just a matter of you know you don't really get players like that all of the time, especially in the day and age of college basketball now. So I mean, it happens. But he's he's been he's been there since what the early or the late nineties so ninety six or something yeah so like it's been twenty five years I mean I'm sorry you know towards the last you know last four or five years of his coaching career when you know the the first couple of players he had are all old and retired and you know Kawhi's gone like that's not really his fault it just happens you yeah but get, if you guys are saying he can yeah. develop so well and he doesn't have these superstar talents then he's not developing. Yeah, but 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 how many times do you come across a Ginobili, a Tony Parker, and a Kawhi Leonard when you're consistently winning? I mean, what was what last year was the first time he didn't didn't make the playoffs in how many years? So I mean, it's it's not like they they've been terrible. They still made the playoffs. Even like, still I, within their own team, like they're developing players. Like Kelton Johnson was the 29th pick. Yeah, like like. Like what they went fifteen plus years of winning fifty plus games, like, yeah, that's going to happen when you're winning so damn much. You're not going to get the top upper echelon of talent. You just have to 
get lucky. They didn't even they they got lucky that the Pacers traded Kawhi Leonard for essentially nothing. That was lucky. That was luck. It just happens, and the luck ran out. So I don't really feel like this narrative towards Pop is really fair. Yeah, but I feel like we're both arguing the same side of the coin here because, like, you guys are saying, you know, he doesn't have the talent, so you can't blame him. And then I'm like, he's not developing the talent, but they're, like, average. So it seems like we're both saying similar things just in different ways. I mean, yeah, they're not... They're not rebuilding, but they're also not really contending. It, That's because hey, their best sometimes. players are old. And gone. Yeah, but if they're not, you know, getting 20 through 30 in terms of pick selection, they should be getting upper echelon talent, like fringe lottery guys. Yeah, well, at the same Can't time. Can't give up on Devin Vassell the- after one year. And, and you also can't can't really blame him for the position that, that college basketball is is in like you like we've seen these one and done players come out you know their top 15 picks and they just really aren't anything like like they were unfinished products coming out of college and you saw Kawhi. I mean Kawhi was in college for like two two three years Tim Duncan was in college for a couple of years Parker and Ginobili were playing overseas so they've developed a lot of these current current players coming out of college that simply aren't, you know, well-rounded players or at least, you know, somewhat halfway decent prospects coming out of college. That's not his fault. He can try to make them into good NBA players, but you can it, sometimes it just doesn't work out. It's, that's not totally on, on, on him. That's just a place where we are in basketball. So how do you feel about uh, Pop? Lashing out at the athletic reporter last night, then. I mean, I'm sure he's pissed. I mean, you just lost. What was it since 1996? Maybe they were 54 and two in expedition games, and now in this month alone, you're 0 and two. Coach K in 55 games lost one in like 12-ish years. I mean. I mean, think, look at, you know, the amount of players that, that, that they've had over those last couple of years who aren't, aren't there. Melo, he isn't there. I mean, yes, they still have Kevin Durant, but they don't have, um, they don't have Steph, you know, Steph never really played for Team USA for the Olympics. He played during, you know, those Phoebe years. James Harden isn't there. Um, Clay Thompson isn't there. It's just a lot of players who would normally be there that just simply aren't there because they're resting or they're injured. It happens. Yeah, it's, it's, like it's, 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 it's almost it's almost like the whole pop thing. Once you have a run of, of dominance for so many years, you're you're bound to fall off at, at some point. Father time just catches up. Yeah, but the team that got bounced in FIBA a couple of years ago in this team is still better than any other international team. I mean, yeah, far, there's no excuse they lost. Yeah, but you know, it 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 you know, you lose, it happens now. Like, just like Ethan said, that there's there's no excuse for it. But you know, I'd rather this team lose in exhibition games when they're trying to you know get things figured out than to lose in the actual Olympics. Now, if they lose when it actually counts, then that's a problem. But it's it's exhibition games. They're just trying trying stuff out. So one to ten, I want to start with Ethan. What's your level of panic? 
for the Stars and Stripes in Tokyo. Three. I mean, depending on what happens tonight, who do they play? Argentina? Yeah. We'll see what happens after that. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably say I'm, I'm, at, I'm at like a four. That's 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 my max. I'm not really too worried about this. So there's 45 seconds left. USA's up 105 to 77 on Argentina. Yeah. It's not even no. 40 points. Wow. Did you just say it's not even 40 points? Yeah. Coach K would have him easily over 40. This team has me at a six of a one to 10. It's not a cakewalk this year. And I mean, I, I mean, I think bronze is more likely than gold. I would say like 55% chance of bronze and 45 gold. Well, let me, well, let so me if ask they're, you this. If they're bronze, who's, who's silver and gold? I mean, I don't know. We've seen what Luke has done in Dallas. I'm not saying Slovenia is going to win the whole thing, but I mean, they're good. I mean, France I mean, well, is good. Australia I mean, has a this. lot of talent. Let me let me let me ask you this though. You remember, you know, back back to Belichick when when they lost that that game versus the uh, I believe they lost Monday night game versus the Chiefs, and I believe they lost some some other game like a year or two after that and people like oh my god it's the dynasty over they came back and won the super bowl it doesn't matter till till you actually get to to the real dance once you once you get there fair game yeah but that i'm not i'm not panicking that's tom brady and bill belichick yeah kevin durant's the best player in basketball on the planet in the olympic tournament but what you you hoping bam out of bio steps up Kevin Durant's not going to do the whole thing himself. He couldn't do that in the playoffs. Why would you expect any different in the Olympics? I mean, well, you still have guys like Middleton and Drew Holiday coming in, and you still have Zach. Yeah, but you just said that they couldn't beat the Suns, the two of them. You think that they can beat a whole country? I mean, it's it's a difference. It's a big difference. What? What what are we saying? Like, it's it's a difference between going off against them. Okay, you two just said you didn't trust Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton, and now he's saying it like they're Captain America and, like, Falcon. No, I'm saying, like, that's... Because the talent they're playing against is so far off. You're talking about the best team in the best league playing countries where most of the players, we don't even know who they are. Yeah, like, like when I mentioned Drew Holiday and Middleton, those are just additions to an, an already team full of loaded, like, loaded people. Like, like, think... They're they're clearly not first you know first options. They're not they're not second options. They may be third options. So, like I said, they're literally nothing but just additions to where you can just you know if you want to if you want to get better on on defense or you need a playmaker, you add in a Drew Holiday. If you need better shooting, you add in a Middleton. They're literally just more better additions. You're you're adding more diverse pieces into a team that has a lot of talent. They just haven't figured out how to, how to, you know, really work out. They'll be fine. Now, if now if they lose to some no-name country that you know doesn't have as much talent, then it's a problem. But at this point, I'm I'm not worried. It's it's an exhibition game. Let's relax. Yeah, I don't care if they lose a game in you know the group stage. That's fine. They're gonna make it through. But you know, the further you get, it's one shot and you're done. 
this team it's not, it's not this how team you start. will it's probably wind up playing Spain, Australia, Argentina, or France, and at some point down the line, in you know a game that you lose, you go back to America. I'm saying that I can't with full confidence, because of you know the current regime, trust Team USA. I'm not predicting that they lose. Uh, well, I mean, I did just say that I think they'll get a bronze more than a gold. But I don't, I don't, I'm not as confident. I feel like you're truly being very, very reactionary. Like, un, until I'm we basing see the that lose, off of what actually matters, I don't, I'm not worried. I'm basing that off of two games that we've already seen. Yeah, they beat Argentina. But they like smashed them. I'm I'm but, I'm sorry they beat him. They did beat him by 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 forty points. What is it now? Oh, it's a commercial that helps. Um, but like I mean, you saw what happened last FIBA tournament. Yeah, you know you didn't have a superstar with you, but they didn't win that either. But they that lose team to France. sucked. That team sucked. This team is pretty much that the same. Just sucked. adding Kevin Durant. Are we not going to say like Kevin Durant is it with a, a, a best addition you could have yeah, outside of LeBron James? I mean, Kevin Durant didn't do it like against the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks are going to be better did, did than any country. Did you not see country. the numbers that? Oh my! Did Did you not yeah, see but, the numbers that that guy put, put up and he still lost? Like, 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 come on, bro! We're, you're you're sitting here comparing Kevin Durant with with 2021 Blake Griffin and Bruce Brown and James Harden with with the Grade two hamstring string compared to Kevin Durant with Zach Levine, Damian Lillard, Bam Adebayo, etc. Like this not, is not the same thing. Not to this mention is not you're the same just thing. completely shitting on the opponents they're playing. I mean, I literally just said it. The teams that they play, we barely know the starting lineup at best. You're talking about the te- you're talking about one of the best teams playing in the conference finals in the best basketball league on the planet. I feel like we're all saying the same thing here. No, we're not. You're, you're literally sitting there saying that you truly believe that 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 when it's all said and done, that Kev, that Kevin Durant versus him losing to the Bucks is the same thing as Team USA losing an exhibition game to uh, who's, who, who they lose to. Uh, Australian Nigeria. Nigeria, like, like, let's relax. Now, Nigeria is pretty good because they have what thirteen NBA players. Yeah, but again, the I mean, like, who was their best player that night? Alfru Kaminu. That's my guy. I mean, the just point looking still at Spain, stands. You know, you got Ricky Rubio. The Hernan Gomez's, this is Alberto, this is a two thousand. This is a how. This is a two thousand and eight. This is a two thousand. Pau Gasol like fifty. He's like who was last time you saw Pau Pau Gasol play in the NBA? I don't know. He's on the roster though. International waters. Who else are they going to put? Who else are they going to put on the roster? Mark. He's just there, just a Ricky there. Rubio was the best player you named. Usman Garuba. I mean, this Alberto be- guy, he averages 18. Oh, that's minutes. Yeah, he still averages 8.3 points. 
did you did you not see what my boy Mo, Mo Wagner was doing the the um other night? He looked like he looked like LeBron out there. Let's relax. Let's let let's relax. Back back in the day, you, you remember who they used to have guarding Kobe and LeBron back in like 2008? Andres Nocioni. Bro, we we all know that 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 world team basket basketball is completely different from what we see in the in the NBA. These somehow these players get they're taking some type of something to make them look better. But when, when it all comes 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 down to it, they're not being team team USA. There's like a one percent chance that team USA does not come out on top. But yeah, no way. I don't know. Team USA is going to be sleeping on the cardboard beds. So is everybody else. So I'm just saying, let's not assume this is an easy gold medal. I'm not saying it's easy, but but Gishin is saying that, that they're going to finish in third in third place with, without actually knowing knowing who's on the other teams and what's actually going to happen. I don't. I, no one knew who was on Nigeria. Still lost. Still rolling with team team USA. Just give them time. They have another week to figure it out. I mean, I mean, I mean, think think about it. The '92 Dream Team got crushed by a team full of college stars. They still came out and whooped everybody's ass. Like this is an exhibition game. They're just trying to figure it out. Relax. Until until they lose in actual group games, and however this this thing works, they'll be fine. Relax, relax. Can't relax. Pop's a madman on the sidelines. Pop's always been a madman on the sidelines. He's a yeah, but now he's old and angry as a head coach. He's he's been old for like fifteen years now. I don't care about that. It, Come on. I mean, I don't know, Deontay. I think Ethan and I got you on this one. I didn't what? say anything. As far as what? All right. I mean, we're all saying Pop, the same thing. Pop is, se- Pop, Pop is 72. He's been old since since, since, since 07. He's been old. Come on now. He's, he's still Pop. Relax. Let's not get disrespectful. I think Steve Kerr is really running the shots. They're calling him. Because we know Lloyd Pierce can't do anything right. How he's still you know, he, made the he staff. He was a good assistant in Philadelphia. What's what's Brett Brown up to nowadays? Maybe he's an assistant coach for Australia. Maybe he's an assistant coach on the Knicks. I don't know, teaching them, teaching them offense. See, you didn't even mention Bradley Beal. That's how confident you are in this team. Guy in your favorite team, you couldn't even mention. Neither did you that this team stinks. No, Julius Randle didn't make it. I have no... Lucky he got chose not to be selected from Jerry Colangelo. Yes, yes, he's somewhere somewhere with Ben Ben Simmons practicing his jump shot. Because Jeremy Grant's, you know... Going to Wimbledon... What Kissing his girl, scoring scoring a 10 in the streets 
but can't make a three on the court. Can't even, can't even make a 12-foot mid-range. Can't score one on the court, but can score a 10 in the streets. I guess. I mean, you're talking about Ben Simmons, right? Yes. What, is he dating, like, some tennis player? I don't I don't know. Shout out to Nigeria. Shout out, shout out to my people. Shout out to my people. Wrong sport. It's, it's, it's still, still Nigeria. Shout out to my people. Let's, let's appreciate Deontay's background of my beautiful face after tied to Ivasa fucking floored Greg Hardy and then did a shoey afterwards. He's Australian too, isn't he? Yeah, it's uh Yeah. It's like an indigenous something. I don't know. Oh, like a bald eagle. I think we can end this episode now. Yeah, so that's it. Uh, Team USA on the rocks. Suns and six, apparently. Yankees fans need to get over it. Deontay's water bottle makes a lot of noise. Philly suck. Eagles yeah. suck. Flyers. Flyers. Nationals suck. suck. 2019. You don't even have a real team name for your football. You're literally called the football team. Be sure to check out how, the Hartley sorry show from this past weekend. Deontay and I were both on it separately talking about things that weren't sports. If you want to hear our voices again, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Instagram, the sportswave.net. Um, that's about it. Best up, Conor McGregor. We're out. We out.